Okay, this is the beginning of the first Mimer from Parshas Re'eh on Daf Yudches. <clears throat> the Altar begins with a quote from the opening line of the Parsha, Behold, I place before you this day a blessing and a curse, the blessing, etc. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. It says, uh, Rashi quotes it, that every place, that it ta- every time it says, Hayoim, it means it's eternal, forever, even literally this day. So how does this relate to us today? Now, when it says also in the Pasuk, I place before you, lifnechem, seemingly you should have said, I need no saying, lochem, I give it to you. What is this indicating when it says, lifnechem, essentially within you? Point being, that within every Jew, there are two levels. There's what we call the Pnimius and the Chetzenius. Now, the Pasuk in Veschanan says, ponim ponim face to face, did Hashem speak with you? At the time of the giving of the Torah, <coughs> pardon me, Every Jew was brought the level of Havaya, the level of Panim, and the entire spark of the Neshama. And this is what it means when it accepts the idea, we accepted it, that is, that this level of Havaya should radiate within you to such a degree that it should be personalized, your God, like it's explained in so many other places. Point being, how can we make Havaya, which is seemingly so detached, something that is personalized within each one of us. So <clears throat> the, uh, the, the, it says in Rishas Chachma, even the wicked are filled with regret. That is, that they have they feel badly. They don't want to be separated from Hashem for no logical explanation. Because from this level, it comes from the level of Chachma, which is the level of total bittel that is contained within every person. That's higher even than the logical explanation. The logical explanation says, I like doing the Avera. It's fun. It's pleasurable. I enjoy it. It profits me, whatever it may be. So why is he have Charata? He seemingly made the logical choice because it comes from a level higher than logic. Like it says in Mishlei, Maskil al Dover, he's wise. And the idea of Maskil, like Dover Melech writes in Tilim, is Maskil for Eitan Ha'ezrochi. And here the Altarab explains. That maskil, this intelligence, should be eitan, strong. Like the phrase in the Pasuk that says in Pashas Balach, eitan moshevecha, their dwellings are strong or fortified. This is a level of such a strength that exists within every Jew, at the level that they are stiff-necked, like it says after the story of the Egel Azov, because they are stiff-necked, Hashem forgives them. And this is the simple rutzen that every Jew has, that he wants to be aligned with Hashem. It's not for any logical reason. And then, as Dovid Melech writes, Maskele Eisan. Eisan suggests the future, because the four letters, Aleph, Yud, Tof, Nun, are all indicators of the future tense. Efal, Yifal, Tifal, Nifal, all about what will be in the future. And this is a reference not just to the future in the generic sense, but to the level of or the future of the time of Mashiach, when the level of Chachm or Bittel that we talked about will be revealed within every Jew, which is not the case now because we have the Ruach Shtus that conceals, and we think that really we're still fine, everything's fine, even if I do Avedis. And then it says, Hezrachi, like it says in Pashas Baloischa, the Ezrach Aretz, the native dwellers that exist within everybody for all time, that the Jewish people were the whole purpose why Hashem came up with the idea of creation, and it's thus the source of all creation, and this is the Yud of, Yud Kevavke, the Yud of Shem Havai. And the level of He, the first He, remember this, of course, two He's, Yud Kevav He. The first He is the level of Bina, analysis, like the shape of the He, that has breadth and depth, 
and so on. And this is the, the product of contemplating Hashem, each person according to their capacity. How Hashem is in the heavens above and the earth below. There is no other. All matter is as naught as it comes close before Hashem. So these two levels, the Yud, which is total bittel, the He, which is the developed intellectual nuanced concepts, have to be continuously present in a person's service of Hashem without separation. Because regarding these two levels, that is both the essential bittel and the individualized analysis are called two inseparable brothers. And therefore, they have to exist within the person. That is to contemplate and to go with depth and length how each person is capable of understanding it and to be subsumed to it and to be connected with it to the point of Mesiris Nefesh, a Chachman that is beyond anything that we can comprehend or rationalize or explain. Because if we're not going to have this bit, they'll even we'll think all day about the infinity of Hashem, according to our capacity, we'll be able to have an Aven Yira, but it's not going to be sustainable because without Bittal, there'll be collapse. Because Chachma is what gives life to its master. What does it mean, its master? Its authority. That is, everything that a person has uh, in this level of authority is a reflection of this characteristic, because through the contemplation of the infinity of Hashem in width and depth, there is the additional characteristic of the bittel that comes from Chachma, because Machshava cannot grasp Hashem, only a slight uh, insight that comes from the level of Chachma, but his bainanis, that's the Machshava that can grasp it. And based on all of this, Chachma gives life, and this is why it is called the point in the essence. It's the point that gives life to everything. That if there's not going to be this nukuda, this essential point, then the, 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 the surrounding ballroom, so to speak, has no purpose. It's like a, a wedding hall without a wedding. Even if there will be this level, if there's not going to be a heichal, you're going to have a wedding without a wedding hall. And therefore, you have to have the two together. They're two inseparable brethren, Chachma and Bina, the point in the development. Then comes the next letter in Yud Kei Vav Kei, which is, of course, the Vav, which is like its vertical shape suggests, a running strong stream. The level of, again, of strength is brought down like a nachal, just like nachala is inheritance. Altered doesn't make this point, but a similar way to understand it, just as a stream connects from point to point, uh, like a, we would think of today a highway, so too a nachala inheritance goes from father to son. This is the drawing down from something that is higher to something lower. In our context, it's from the intellect to the character. That is then further subdivided into six, the letter Vav, the six Midas to transform them to Kedusha. So our Chesed should be a Chesed of Kedusha, Agvud, etc. Then we come to the final He, Yud Kei Vav He. That is contemplation, Machshava, Dibur, speech, Maisa, putting it into play, which are the three aspects of that final He. Remember, the He is comprised of three sticks two vertical, one horizontal. And of course, the second vertical one on the left side is, quote, broken. And this is the concept of Teresh that allows for development. This is the malchus. This is where we take everything, we ingest it, we develop it, we nuance it, and we come up with the decisions. Like we say, how great is Talmud, the study, because it results in the deed, and the deed is indicated in the Oishe. We're now in Amid Gimel. What is Nachal Eisan? So the Alter Rebbe explains in, in Igeris HaKodesh, in the, in the mimer that begins, the, the, the letter that begins, that this is an expression of the highest level of Chachman. Again, Chachman not meaning uh, IQ or, or data, but the bittel that radiates within the heart to bring about a total bittel to the absolute oneness of Hashem. And here we explain also in the Dibir Maskel 
that the Pneumis Alev is unified with the Mayach on the level of two inseparable brethren. And this is what is explained here in Parshish Nitzavim in the Maimah that begins, quote, Kiya Mitzvah Zois. In the explanation of Mimamakim Karasicha, it's plural that there is a depth that is even deeper than that depth. There is this idea of tshuva. Tshuva, even when it's spelled out with the full yud, that the hey is the level of tshuva ilav, comes from the depth of the heart. And if we add that concept of yud, this is the, that which is hidden in the heart, that which is ordinarily not revealed. And these are the two foundational points, father and mother. The foundational point of the mother is understanding in the heart. And this is the Panemis Alev, the depth of the heart. The foundational point of the father is the radiance of the highest level of Chachma that penetrates into the depth of the heart, that which is hidden. And as we'll explain later on on the Pasuk that says, the Samti Kadkai, that this is the level of love that is drawn out from Chachmila, that is called the precious stone, the desired stone, which is the depth of the depths, as we will explain. Now, when we use the word chayfetz, which is our passion, this is the ultimate driving force behind our rutzai. Like it says, again, chayfetz is even more essential to the person's identity than what we commonly refer to as rutzai. Rutzai is chitzenius. It This is the nekuda within the heichel, within the whole setting. Like it says in the idra of the arizal, that the level of the skull that surrounds the mayach is the level of bina, developed. It is the heichel, it is the setting for the chachma that is contained within it. Now chachma is rooted in chachmas this hidden level. And this is the love that is drawn out from chachma, is called this precious stone. And again, it evokes that which is otherwise hidden in the heart. And this is what it explains in the Pasuk when it means uh, from the depths, plural, the depths of all of them, the depth is the two levels of the foundational father and mother. Again, the nukuda within the heichel, the gem within the setting, that is the chachmilah that penetrates into the depth of the heart, the toshuv hey with the full yud, and through this it arouses it to a higher level of mimamakim, which is the level of the skull and the chachma that is contained within it, this idea of to the very depths of his thought, which is the source and root of, again, this nekuda point within the heich, within the setting. And this is what it means when we say that whenever the Jewish people respond, Hashem shakes his head, meaning it reaches to the very essence. Like we say later on, the name Yudke should be expanded upon this level. That is a revelation of Chachman Bina. Through again this strong stream, the yud hey drawn down through the vav, picture the 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 visual of the letters, and through this we draw down this passion and this desire of Hashem that should reach from the depths of Hashem down to the depths of our existence. And this is what is alluded to in the name yud vavke, which is <coughs> focused on by Kabbalah Satera that Hashem begins Yisrael Sadibris with Anoichi Havaya, and it's your God, it's your personal God. And this is what it says regarding a child, a fetus within his mother, that there is a candle on its head, and he's taught all of Taita. What is this candle on his head? This is the Yud of Shem Yud Kevavke. And he teaches him all of Taita. This is the Hey Achrein, the last Hey, all the way from top to bottom, to tell us that all of this is contained within Yud Kevavke, from the Yud till the last Hey. It is all taught to this child in utero, in order that after his birth, and he comes out into the world, it becomes accessible to him to grasp this concept in his mind and in his heart and to overcome the concealment of the world around us. However, uh, we are taught 
in, uh, in, in Rashi quotes it from the Medeshan Chuma, that as long as we're in Golis, Hashem's name, Yud Kei Vav Kei, highest to lowest, is not complete. That the Oisius Vav Hei are separated from Yud Kei. We live in a Vav Kei world, what we receive and what we do. What does this mean in Avedis Hashem? That when we think about the infinity of Hashem and we contemplate in depth the bittel to Hashem at a level that is higher than Das, we are not able to draw it down into our heart. It remains a conceptual idea to transform our midas, to have only a fiery, desirous love for Hashem. Because we're in Golis and we're engaged in Gashmis. And regarding this, we are taught that we have to circumcise the foreskin of our heart. Meaning, like it says, that it seems to say that Hashem is the one who circumcises the heart. But then the other Pasuk says, we have to circumcise it. So who is the causation here? Who is the actor and who is acted upon? Does Hashem circumcise our heart or do we circumcise our heart? Point being that this Arla, this encasing uh, that corrodes over our heart, that allows us to be distracted by Gashmias, that prevents us and detaches the Yudke from the Vavke, detaches what we know uh, from what we experience, and it doesn't really allow that love to be revealed. So what's going to open up that blockage is tshuva. Like the Pusik says that our sins are what separate us. And if we will we'll pull it away, uh, our sins will stop separating us from Hashem. The point being that when we reveal atzmes, we have two levels. We have the chitzenius of the heart and the panemius of the heart. That is, that there is a revelation of the love to such a degree that we have total bittal. We don't even feel the love. We just have a total bittal. Like it's explained in other places, the mashal of a person, if it touches the very depth of his heart, the very existence, that his entire life is associated with it. And this is the level that is nachal eisan, this strong stream, that it suggests that la'as in the time of Mashiach, like it says, even if you will be dispersed to the furthest reaches of the heavens, Hashem will bring you back, it will be good to you, and he will give you abundance, even more than from your forefathers, that there will be such levels of elevation, higher and higher, even more than the others experienced. Because again, like it says in Yeshaya, that my servants will contemplate and be uplifted to the most extreme, even more uplifted than Avram, as it's explained in the Medrash, that this is a reference to a superior experience that we will have even in contrast to the others. And this is what it means when it says that Hashem will circumcise your heart. The foreskin of your heart, it doesn't say, but your heart. That is, even the chetzenius halev, not just that which corrodes the heart, but even the sort of more shallow experience that we do have, that too will be circumcised and will allow the pnimis halev to flow forth. This is what we daven when we say, that at the time of Gullis, Hashem's name is not whole. And therefore we say, it will be that we will expand upon the Yudke specifically, that part of Godliness that is not revealed. And this is achieved through the Hizbaininess of the Dulas Hashem and the subsequent Bittal. And then it will be Yizbarech, it will be Baruch, it will be connected. It will bring it from the conceptual down to the character and transform it to the depth of our character from the Pnima Salev, like we explained in so many other places, the difference between Bracha, which draws down, and Haidah, which acknowledges that which is there. Brach is what we can see, total bittal, and then it will be that much more impacted. 
And then we say, that is, even to one level of concealment, even in one level of worldliness where we're distracted, a second level, a third level. These are the three garments that is conceptually, verbally, dibor, and meisen behavior. That even in behavior where there is a, this three ply thickness that is the most detached from our very identity will radiate, you will be able to see it in a person's behavior. He will sense the yudke because it will, all of his behavior will be absolutely subservient to Hashem through thought, spoken words of Torah and Maisam mitzvahs. Because like the Pesach says, it's in the Chadoidi, we say it Friday night. Meaning, that is from the very beginning of this whole process. That is even prior to the beginning of it, sort of the pre-thought, where Hashem is not even describable in the context of comparison of worlds. And he is the one who is before created and is after created, as we say, without any change. Like it says in Malachi, I am Hashem, I do not change. Even higher than when you can start using the terms worlds, even from the level of Mamale, the level of Soyveh, because they already are to, uh, 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 in contrast to worlds. Now we're talking where you can't even use such phrase. We say no front and back. From this level, it starts to trickle its way down through the histalshlis to become contained within mitzvah actions. That for this reason, our mitzvah actions have to contain and be driven by bittel. And we have to engage ourselves in Torah and mitzvahs, that our soul should be longing for it, to the source that's in our heart, the source of this uh, living wellspring, which is not the case of when a person says, all I have is Torah, that is, they haven't transmitted it down into their behavior. And this is what uh, the Pasuk says, if, that, if a person makes this declaration, so to speak, all I am is academic, so Yirmiyah says, in that case, you have abandoned me, you have abandoned the source of life. Now we go back to the beginning. What is the Pusik that opens our parsha that says, anoichi anoichi, anoichi, I, I, my very being, the very beginning of Kabbalah Satera, I place it within you into your very essence. This idea of bracha, that you should be able to have this fluidity to go from the level of the intellect to the character, this ponim, this level of avaya, because that is essentially who the Jewish people are. They were the whole purpose for this exercise. And therefore, you are able to draw down from the source of all of it. And this is what it means when it says the bracha, that you will listen to the mitzvahs of Hashem because they come from this loftiest of places.